I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, 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 you bloated chocolate ears. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett, and welcome back to the Doggy Pod. Bloated chocolate, oh yes, of course, Easter, of course, (laughs) yes. I I, I hope everybody missed us last week. We... uh, we didn't put an episode out on Good Friday. Uh, we hope you all managed to have a little break over Easter. Anyway, we've got another episode, another great episode, I should say, coming at you right now. Yeah, and this week I'm going to tell you and maybe teach you the four basic hand signals that every dog owner should know and teach their dog. Look, it could save your dog's life when it's young. I'll explain that later. And, of course, very uh, easy to make your dog's life a lot better if it goes deaf in old age. Who would have thought a couple of uh, simple hand gestures could make such a big difference? We're also yeah. going to talk about, speaking of your dogs and being out and about and doing things, can you give your dog too much exercise? Too much. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, look, that's pretty obvious. Uh, we'll talk about that. But also, what happens, yeah, the most common ailments to look out for when your dog's getting a bit on the senior side. You know, when they enter those senior years, and, and hopefully it'll happen to all of us, we will get old. And uh, what are we going to look <laughs> out lucky. for? As a, yes, too late for me, I am old. <laughs> so what are we going to look out for in our dogs when they get older? Yes, yes. Now, normally at this time of the show, I ask uh, you what you've been doing in the clinic this week, but you've because we had that week off, uh, and here in Sydney, we have a thing called the Royal Easter Show, which goes for a bit, couple of weeks uh, over Easter. And, um, of course, that's where they have dog judging and, and all sorts of animal-type stuff. Um, but you're always, um, you're always sort of on duty, aren't you, at the Royal Easter Show? Right what, through. What, what, from, what have you been doing there? Uh, yeah, from the day before the show starts, the ex- exhibition day, right through to the last day when it's great fun with the agility dogs, 
gosh, it's good. I mean, dog-wise, it's the biggest event in Australia. It's there. All the dog people around, not just Australia, but also around the world watch this, would you believe? This is live-streamed, and they get uh, 30,000, 40,000 people watching this show around the world. So it's our showcase for dogs in this country. Um, I have to yeah, make sure things run smoothly. Good Lord. Fancy leaving me in charge of that one, eh, hey, Stephen? <laughs> so, <laughs> Never mind. Things run um, smoothly. So you've been yeah. there making sure all the, the dog shows happen properly and, and yeah, the judges happy are comfortable. And, and, and the yeah, judges the aren't judge. taking bribes and all that no, sort of stuff. No, make sure of that. Yeah. And, you know, feeding the judges, of course, we'd like them to – because they've got a, a, a real big thing. These judges have been flown in from overseas and they're put up at a, a, a hotel near there. We have to pick them up, take them to the show – they adjudicate, we take them out somewhere for dinner and then take them back. But they do this for you know, right through from the beginning of the show right to the end. They're pretty exhausted by it all. And then they, have, they get to fly home. We kick them out. That's it. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> so you've, yeah, you've, flown sure in, <laughs> you've flown in judges from around the world to, for various breeds, have you? Oh, in, yeah. In, in, um, they've come from all over Europe, America, England, uh, because we were concerned as to what might happen with COVID? We brought our uh, judges from in from our eastern islands, New Zealand, <laughs> Australia's eastern islands. That, or, but listen, I love the All Blacks. It's all right. So they, we flew in judges from there, and we the, had the All Blacks is a is a football team. By oh the yes, way, for people that don't that, follow no, uh, rugby union. It's, it's a good point. I'm glad you said that. Um, a fantastic rugby union team. So it was a it was great fun. But then I also have to look after the other animals. There's cats to look after, reptiles that I look after, birds, rats, a whole heap of other animals. Then uh, I'm on the veterinary committee, so I get involved with the veterinary side of all the other animals as well. And so I try and help out wherever I can at the show. So you've just spent the last two weeks just schmoozing and networking, really, haven't you? That's it, just schmoozing. I have to get up really early, Stephen. I drive in there and I get back very late. No one sees me in my household for a couple of weeks. It's, Which, you know, uh, and may and not I, be a bad thing. No, probably they're, they're probably happy, but I'm exhausted by the end of it. I just like hitting the bed and sleeping as much as I can on that Wednesday after the show. I've got to tell you, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, myself included didn't realise just how important uh, hand signals are and gestures are to your dog. I mean, I'm waving my hands around all the time and God knows what my dog thinks about it and I'm sure I'm probably giving, giving her the wrong, um, wrong cues. But there is, a, there is a bit of a skill to it, but it's not something that's hard to learn. But there are a few hand signals and gestures that really every dog owner should know. Uh, and I think they're pretty straightforward, Rob, but uh, yep. he's just going to run through a couple of them for us. And, and so uh, get your pen, pens and papers out, okay? <laughs> and they're not special signals. I mean, you, you can use any signal to do any one thing as long as you are consistent with that single for whatever you're teaching your dog. To make it easier, we have a certain repertoire that we do use. I, I use the same repertoire on all my dogs. Um, and why is it important? Why is it important for your dog to know a hand signal? Well, in many cases, dogs occasionally will get out and cross the road, which is really bad. 
if they make to the other side without being hit, and you come out and call them, or they see you, forget calling them, they just see you, they want to run back to you, hopefully. Now, if they don't, if there's a car coming, and you don't want them to run back, a hand signal might make them just lie down on the spot where they are on the other side of the road until the car passes. Saves your dog's life. Later on, when they go deaf, and that happens in many dogs, a hand signal can instruct them on what to do, and it pleases them to please you, so they like doing it. So it's very important, but... My, my have, dog doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> be consistent with your signals. Now, the signal to drop, if you put your hand out straight out the side and straight down to your side, that's a drop signal that the dog can see from far away. Some people use a hand signal in front, like they bring their, say, right hand up to the chin, their chin, and drop it right down the side. That's fine too, but out on the side, the dog sees it more, your arm's out and comes straight down beside you. Drop, the hand signal comes down at the same time. Make the dog lie down and praise. Don't forget praise. You cannot teach a dog without praise. Sure, there's a reward of food, but more important to that dog is your voice. If you've got a good relationship with your dog, then your voice saying, good dog, and we've talked about this in the past, when you feed your dog, pat them and say, good dog, good dog. That will mean so much later on in life, especially when you're training your dog at this stage. So out goes the hand, drop, the dog lies down, you give it something to eat. And repetition is important. Each day, there should be about five minutes, that's all it takes, of training for your dog. So drop, the hand goes straight out and go drop. And if your dog doesn't know the word, then let's start a different way. Let's use the word sit. For sit, I, bring, I just do the opposite. The hand comes straight up. So from your side, the, the hand comes up and you say sit. What do you mean, straight and up in front of you? or Well, to the, side, to the side still more because your dog will see it. You can come straight up to the side and honestly, dogs do see that as well. But just from the side, sit and then make your dog sit down if it's never been taught. So it's up with the hand and the voice at the same. Sit, and then you gently push the dog's bottom down and put him in a sit position. Good dog, good dog. Finish with praise. Repeat it, repeat it. Once you've got your dog in the sit position, you can say drop and just pull the front legs gently out from in front and make him lie down on the ground. Good dog, drop, good drop. And praise and reward. Now, two other signals that I like to use, the word stay. And again, your dog's on the other side of the street, a car is coming, your dog sees you and he's about to run towards you, you could go drop, stay, do two signals. And again, you just saved your dog's life if you've taught him well. And he responded, the car goes past and there's no problems. What's the, the stay st gesture then? Right, all I use is the palm of my hand in front of the dog, stay. And then later on, when I'm feeding the dog, I'll go sit and from a distance, showing the palm of my hand, say, stay, put the food down, we wait, good dog, and comes and eats because he stayed. And the, dis the distance between putting the food down and saying good dog gets longer and longer. Now, you should be able to get to an easy minute of putting the food down, stay, put the food down, wait one minute, then good dog, your dog will then eat. That's how you have to train your dog to stay. And then finally, if your dog's going the opposite way and you want him to come back, uh, teaching them to, to come back to you, I use the word come, and both my hands go straight up in the air. So he sees my hands you know, virtually 
right up in a big Y shape, and uh, you just say, come. It, for, the, for our American audience, it's just touchdown. So <laughs> the hands go straight but up. How do you train your dog to do that, to, to right? respond you, to you? If you've taught your, your dog up. to sit and stay, then you tell him stay, and then come, up go the hands, and some food or whatever reward you give the dog when it comes there, that's fine. And, and that teaches the dog to come, just the word, plus the hand straight up. Now, if your dog's not likely to come at all, do all this or, or sit or drop or stay. Do it all on the lead. Never ask a dog to do something if you don't have control of that dog. You know, have them on a lead outside, sit gently, teach them to sit, and then drop. You can- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, make them drop the way we've just said. When you say come, you in front of the dog, just gently edge the, the lead forward, the collar forward. Come, good dog, good dog. Encourage him forward. Tough work, but five minutes a day, you can teach all those four exercises, and within six weeks, your dog will respond so well, you'll be amazed at yourself what you've achieved, but really, <laughs> it was the dog all the time. I've got some homework to do this weekend. All right, well, speaking of being out and about with your dog... Um, particularly, you know, because we're talking a little bit later about older dogs and what to look out for. But um, can you give your dog too much exercise? You know how some dogs like border collies and, and, and the like, they just love exercise. But can you give them too much? Can you throw that ball just one too many times? Because, you know, they come back all in a lather and, you know, desperate for a drink. It, it, can that actually be bad for them? Like, is, is, is there such a thing as too much exercise? Oh, good golly gosh. Yes, there is. You can kill your dog. You can kill even a fit dog. In fact, in some instances, yeah, if a dog's very fit and has very little fat in its body, like greyhounds, then too much exercise and too much excitement releases lactic acid. When a muscle contracts, it, it uses up blood sugars in that muscle contraction. And the end product, there's a waste product, and it's a thing called lactic acid. Now, could you imagine a whole lot of lactic acid on your muscles? My gosh, it it causes so much pain and suffering. Your muscles literally start to liquefy. They break down. And when that happens and the dog urinates, the urine can be very dark or even black 
because of the muscle breakdown. The what's called myoglobin, that's the breakdown of the muscle, is now in the urine and is passing that. Boy, you have overdone the exercise big time. So even if it's fit, you can you know, overdo it. Because a lot of dogs will just keep running, won't they? They'll just keep going. Oh, absolutely. They, they will. Well, greyhounds are built to run. And you ask them to run and let them run, they'll do it for you. Uh, and especially dogs that love you and, you know, like a, whatever breed it is, they just want to run for you and with you. And, but they'll do it. It's like kids. They'll overdo it. You know, you can tell a child, no, don't run around too much. Yeah, who's listening? No one. Um, and the same with dogs. That if you give them that opportunity, they'll keep going. And if you throw a ball and they love chasing balls, they've got that um, you know, chase drive, they'll go after it again and again and again. Then there's the real big thing that gets to me, watching people when it's a real hot day and they want to go for a run, leave your dog at home. Don't take your dog out in a hot day. You know, dogs are smart, not like humans. <laughs> On a hot day when they're... Um, yeah, when it's really hot, what are they doing? They're lying down under the trees. In the wild, they're not hunting in the heat of the day. They hunt at dawn, and then if there's no, no food around, that's okay. We'll do it again at dusk. We know it's no use going out in that hot sun. It's going to wreck us. You know, we've, we've talked about the intelligence of dogs. That's really it. Their instinctive intelligence is hunt at dawn and dusk in the cool of the day. So if it's hot weather, that's the best time to run your dog if you want to take it for a run exercise your dog dawn and dusk yeah it means setting your alarm a little bit earlier but that won't kill you that'll make you a lot healthier if you get up that little bit earlier and uh, do some exercise at that time yourself best time to exercise dawn and dusk so yes you can really overdo it you can liquefy muscles and in old dogs with heart problems of course you know how do you know your older dog's getting a heart problem well unless it's having regular checks you wouldn't know so before you exercise a dog has it had its annual check, or if it's a senior, a check twice a year with the vet to make sure everything's okay, to exercise. And your vet might say, no, time to limit the exercise. So take it easy with the seniors, please. Again, very young puppies, same deal. You, know, you start running very young puppies around and you'll wreck their joints that are trying to grow and uh, even muscle growth is going to be wrong. So easy with the youngsters, definitely easy with the seniors. And running in hot weather, it shouldn't happen. So what, uh, say, a, a mid-sized dog, I mean, I know we can't go through all the dogs, but a mid-sized dog, how much exercise should that have? Uh, you know, a mid-sized, healthy, seven- or eight-year-old dog, how much exercise should, should that have? If you're talking about running, dogs aren't built to run all day. Mm. No, yeah, just walking. Just if you were yeah. taking for oh, a walk, they, how long for? You, longer than you can walk. <laughs> walking is fine. Now, they've got four legs. They do it well. They're efficient walkers, better than we are. So you could, yeah, you could walk a dog for an hour easily, an hour and a half at that age, as long as it's fit, as long as it doesn't have yeah, yeah. overweight, obesity, kidney problems or any medical condition. If it's a fit dog, it's been, again, checked by your vet, then, yeah, you, it'll outwalk you every day of the week. No problem at all. So a good hour's walk, it's great. Mental and physical exercise for the dog. All right, we've talked a couple of times today about uh, your dog getting on a bit. Um, And, of course, yeah, if we're lucky enough, it's going to happen to all of us and to our dog. Um, But what sort of things should we be looking out for 
with a dog that's say you know over 10 and Ooh, uh, you know just right. getting getting on a bit and what sort of things should we look out for that maybe yeah, would just help help its life a little bit sure i mean in fact when they reach eight or nine be careful that you don't start thinking oh, i love this dog so much oh here have some breakfast and have some dinner and some lunch and for a senior dog it's really bad and mm. i see so many old dogs oh well he can't exercise as much that's why he's fat no it's because you feed him too much you can't put weight on unless you get food coming in so feed them less it's far better of course arthritis you'll see them limping a little bit and yeah as soon as you thinking your dog's getting a bit on a bit, you might want to try some of the herbal things to even help. New Zealand, and we talked about New Zealand, <laughs> New Zealand green-lipped muscle tablets, fantastic. And I mix those with glucosamine with chondroitin. Just get the human ones if you wish and uh, pop them in their food. That helps a lot. Later on, if they're still limping, talk to your vet about antiarthritis uh, tablets. Check their gums, of course. Gums and dental disease, common in older dogs. The teeth can get loose and they might need some dental work and have some removed. Cataracts, you see that white coming up in their eyes. Specialists can remove those. Diabetes is another thing that I see often in old dogs. You know, their blood sugar goes up. It means injections for those dogs at least once a day, sometimes twice a how, day. How would you know that? What, what would be drinking, symptoms? Drinking too much. Dr- you know, they start any change in, in habits of an old dog, take care of that. With diabetes, they start drinking a lot. And they it will you know lethargic they they put on weight they want to eat all the time because the the cells in the diabetic are not getting fed the glucose isn't going in so they're always hungry so need to get it checked if it's hunger because the cells are being starved because there's not enough insulin get to the vet cancer of course the older you get the more chances of cancer again any changes in behaviour any changes of weight sudden changes of weight that you're not expecting any lumps or bumps, talk to your vet. Dementia, well, we've talked about that on the show before. Stephen, there is a really good thing happening with dementia in a a child in dogs at the moment. Mm -hmm. Would you believe it's stem cell therapy injected into a certain part of the brain? And what does that do? And uh, they're getting good results, regenerating the brain, uh, which we've talked about this before on stem cell therapy. And, uh, yeah, but there's a trial going on at uh, the University of Sydney on dementia in dogs, and it's had some very good results. Heart problems, the dog's puffing often. The tongue's got a bluish hue to it. Uh, exercise tolerance, you know, the exercise, amount of exercise, it could be all of a sudden greatly decreases, get a bloated tummy. They're all heart disease symptoms. Get to the vet because <clears throat> with medication, your dog can go on for quite a few years without it. They usually will perish within 6 to 12 months with bad hearts. Kidney disease, increased water again. They drink a lot of water. They lose a lot of weight because they're losing protein out of the kidneys. Uh, very, very common in old dogs. Probably the worst uh, disease that we see in old dogs is kidney disease. So any of those symptoms, get to the vet. Alrighty, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Doggy Pod. We appreciate it. Um, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and um, give us a review on your podcast platform of choice. That would be nice. We love that as well. Um, we will see you next week. New episode out every Friday, as always, except for last Friday when we were having a little break, as you probably all know. 
Uh, but there's always lots of old episodes sitting there on, on the platform uh, that you can have a listen to. I think there's probably, God, almost well over 60 or 70 episodes there. So, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff to learn. Anyway, as always, Rob's going to have the last word. Yeah, it doesn't matter what sort of day you're having. If you're having the worst day of your life, if you just stop for a minute and spend a little bit of time with your dog, that time will make you, it'll bring joy and happiness back into your life. If you spend a lot of time, it brings you a lot of happiness into your life. And remember, it has brought so much happiness and joy into your dog's life that you spend time. People often ask me, how can I look after my dog better? How can I make him happy? Just spend time with your dog. Guys, hope you've had a, a very good time through the Easter break and you're back into it with your dogs now. We'll see you next week. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.